Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry Savell. Welcome to our broadcast today. I'm thrilled to be able to share the word with you, and I've got a great message I believe you're going to enjoy. I'm going to take you into our Heritage of Faith Christian Center, uh, an outreach of Jerry Savell Ministries right here in Crowley, Texas, and I was preaching on the subject of reigning in life. I want to read to you Romans chapter 5, verse 17. They which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. The Amplified says, reign in life as kings. You and I should be reigning in life. Life shouldn't be reigning over us. We have dominion. We have authority. We have a right to live blessed. We have a right to live healed. We have a right to have the favor of God on our lives. In fact, we have a right to win in every battle, every adversity that we encounter. So I want to encourage you, listen very closely. I'm going to take you into that service where I was preaching this. And in fact, we're going to be talking about this for the next several weeks. And I believe, praise God, if you pay very close attention, take notes if possible, you are going to hear something that will change your life forever. Reigning in life. It's exciting. So get ready now. Let's go into that service where we're talking about, once again, reigning in life. Many years ago, in fact, it was in uh, July of 1981, I was asked by Kenneth Hagin to preach in his camp meeting as one of the speakers. And I remember going into that meeting and praying about what the Lord wanted me to share. And he gave me a message, first time I'd ever preached it. And he gave the title, Man's Authority releases God's ability. Man's authority releases God's ability. Now, I preached on that subject that entire week that I was preaching in that camp meeting. Now, the Lord said that to me as I was reading Matthew chapter 18. Go there with me, Matthew chapter 18. You're familiar with it? Look at verse 18. Verily I say unto you, Whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And he goes on to make several other powerful statements, but just look at verse 18 alone. Whatsoever you bind on earth will be loosed in heaven. So that means man's authority releases God's ability. When man releases his authority, then God releases his ability. Who has this ability? We do. I'm sorry. Who has this authority? We do. Who has the ability to make it happen? God does. But notice nothing happens until man releases his authority first. Well, if God's got all this ability, why don't he just do this? Why don't he just do that? Because he's given you the authority. You act on your authority and he will release his ability without fail. Hallelujah. We sang about it this morning. He never failed me. And he won't fail you when you're exercising that God-given authority. He will back it with his ability. Can you say amen? Amen. This is what also is recorded in the book of Acts, chapter 1 and verse 8. But you shall receive power after that you uh, after that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. You shall receive power after which the Holy Ghost has come upon you. How many of you are filled with the Holy Ghost? Yes. 
Lift your hand if you're filled with the Holy Ghost. Wave that hand. Look at it while you're waving it. Make sure it's your hand, not your neighbor's. You've been filled with the Holy Ghost. That means you also have power. Amen. You have power. Power can also be defined as dominion and authority. Amen. Who has this authority? You do. Who has the ability? God does. You exercise your authority and he will exercise his ability. You release your authority, he releases his ability. Somebody give the Lord a shout, praise God. Nothing happens until we exercise our God-given authority. So what good is sovereign power? What good is royal authority if you never use it? You, you know, we're, we're in some hot weather, a season of hot weather. Uh, you know, it's been over 100 a few days uh, already. And you can sit in your house and sweat like a mule <laughs> owning an air conditioner. Yeah. But if you don't turn it on, you're going to sit there and sweat. I don't know why it's so hot in this house. I do. You didn't turn the AC on. Amen. You do your part and God will do his part. You don't have to sit there and sweat all day. You can turn the AC on, praise God, and be cool. Amen. You do your part and God will do his part. Amen. So having all this power and authority does you absolutely no good if you never exercise it. Amen. Say this with me. I release my authority. Release my God, releases authority. God releases his ability. Tell somebody, I release my authority. Release my authority. God, releases his God releases his ability. Isn't that how Peter and John got the lame man at the gate called Beautiful Healed? Go with me to Acts chapter 3 and let's make sure. Now Peter and John went up together in the temple at the house of prayer, or the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. <clears throat> See, I'm having to exercise my authority right now. Yeah. That's right. That's good. See, when they, when they ran that breathing apparatus down my throat, they scarred my vocal cords. And every time I get up to preach, I have to exercise my God-given authority. Because right. in the natural, it's not easy but I'm determined in the name of Jesus to recover 100%. Amen. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful. He goes on to say he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple, and he asked alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, look on us. Now, this is implying that he's about to exercise his authority. Look on us. He said, now, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. Now, don't make a religion out of silver and gold have I none. He didn't say, 
I've never had any. I'll never have any. He just happened to not have any that day. Every once in a while, I have uh, no silver and gold on me. I got plastic, hallelujah. Now, Peter didn't have an account with Chase Bank. Didn't have a credit card. But don't make some religion out of it. The disciples were poor. Silver and gold had he none. Not at the moment. And that's what the guy was asking for, arms. But he got legs. So he didn't have any on him at the time. Neither one of them did. But they didn't say, we don't have anything. We can't help you. He said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. What was it he had? Authority. Dominion. Royal authority. Sovereign power. Hallelujah. And he said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Rise up and walk. Notice that was the authority that Peter had. That was the authority that John had. That was the authority that the disciples had. That's the same authority that you and I have, praise God. Can you say amen? Amen. Paul is preaching in Acts chapter 14. And there was a man who was crippled. And Paul said with a loud voice, stand upright on thy feet. What's he doing? Exercising his authority. Stand up on your feet. And he leaped and he walked. Paul released his authority and God released his ability. Can you say amen? Amen. That's how you reign in life. That's how you rule and reign in life. Don't sit back and allow the devil to continue to steal from you, continue to torment you, torment your children. We have authority. I said we have authority. Just like Peter released his authority, just like Paul released his authority, God came through and released his ability. This is how we reign in life. If you never release or exercise your God-given authority, then it's not likely that you will ever reign in life. The old religious idea, we're just waiting on God, doesn't apply here. We're just waiting on God. No, he's waiting on us. He's waiting on us. James chapter 4 verse 7 says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Who's doing the resisting? We are. Who's backing it? God is. Amen? We're not just waiting on God. He's waiting on us to exercise and release our authority. And when we do, then he will back it with his ability, praise God. I'll say it again. We have sovereign power. We have royal authority. And we're supposed to be reigning in life. If anybody agrees, shout amen. Now, Romans 5, 17 from the Phillips translation says that we should live all our lives as kings. Not just occasionally, not just every once in a while, not just after we get inspired 
after hearing Brother Jerry preach or Brother Justin preach all our lives. Say, I'm to reign as a king all my life. Wouldn't you agree that kings live good lives? They live good lives. They live prosperous lives. Amen. It's like that Roman soldier, that centurion that said to Jesus one time, I tell a man to do this and he does it. I tell a man to come, he comes. That's, that's authority. And, and, and he recognized the authority in Jesus' words. He wanted, he wanted him to come and, and uh, you know, he had a, a servant that was sick. And Jesus said, I'll come and heal him. The man said, you don't have to come. I recognize authority. I'm a man under authority. I recognize authority. I have authoritative words. You have authoritative words. And if you'll just speak them, my servant shall be healed. Amen. That's the way kings are. They have authority in their words. If they say something, it's done. Amen. They give a, de a decree and it's followed. Amen. So, the Philip says, we should live all our lives as kings. Once again, not occasionally, not every once in a while. Kings live good lives. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, the Amplified Bible says this. For we are God's own handiwork, His workmanship, recreated in Christ, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which He prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, listen to this, living the good life, which He prearranged and made ready for us to live. Notice, He's already prearranged, put that back up there, the good life. Amen. He's already prearranged the good life. And it's ours for the receiving. That sounds like reigning. Amen. Reigning as kings, living the good life, which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. You know, you, you don't ever tap into that good life that he's prearranged and made ready for you until you have revelation of it. Yes. And you know, revelation has a way of creating a revolution. Yes. Amen. You get a revelation of who you are in Christ, you will start a revolution in your house. You get a revelation of what you can do in Christ, you'll start a revolution in your house. You get a revelation of what you can have, and you will start a revolution in your house. I started that revolution 48 years ago, praise God. Amen. And it's still working, by the way. Hallelujah. I like ruling and reigning over Satan and all of his cohorts. Say this with me. Living the good life, which God has prearranged and made ready for me is my destiny. Say it again. Living the good life, which God has prearranged and made ready for me, and made ready for me is, my is my destiny. 
Give the Lord a good praise for it. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen to this. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9, the Amplified Version, What eye has not seen, and ear has not heard, and has not entered into the heart of man, all that God has prearranged, made, and keeps ready for those who love Him. My eyes have not seen yet. My ears have not heard yet. My heart has not conceived yet all the things that God has prepared for me. Hallelujah. That sounds like a good life, doesn't it? The good life, praise God. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Don't make excuses. Just get on with the program. He has prearranged and made ready for you to live the good life. I like to say it this way. We have yet to tap into all the things that God has prepared for us. It's ready and it's waiting for us to possess it. Proverbs 13, 22. The wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. The wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. That's one of those things he's prepared and made ready. Keeps and makes ready for us. Years ago, I was, uh, I'd, I'd have to drive by Miller's Brewery every time I'd go to my office out there on I-35. And one day, I just decided, rolled my window down, and I just shouted when I passed it. The wealth of the sinners laid up for the just. Rolled my window up and drove to the office. When I got ready to come home that day, I rolled the window down. The wealth of the sinners laid up for the just. I rolled my window up and uh, went on home. Not too long after that, Joe was our general manager back then, and Joe said, uh, we got a check from Miller's Brewery today. <laughs> At first I thought it was maybe somebody that worked there, got their paycheck, endorsed it, and sent it to us. No, it was a check from Miller's Brewery to Jerry Savelle Evangelistic Association. And it was a good check. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. The wealth of the sinner. Now listen to this. The Amplified says, and it finds its way eventually into the hands of the righteous for whom it was laid up. Do you think that this might be part of that 1 Corinthians 2, 9? Eye hath not seen, ear hath not heard, neither is entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared, laid up for those who love him. It says, and eventually it'll find its way into the hands of the righteous for whom it was laid up. Amen. God's got the heathen out working for us. I wish you'd get a little more excited about this. I, I, I am not reading First Jerry. I'm reading Proverbs 13. Start confessing it and start possessing it. Now, Psalm 3, 8 says, Salvation belongeth unto the Lord, and thy blessing is upon thy people. Selah. That means stop and think about this. The blessing is upon God's people. Are you one of his people? Yeah. 
than the empowerment to prosper, the empowerment to excel, the empowerment to rise above what keeps everybody else down is on your life. Hallelujah. Amen. That sounds like the good life. Proverbs 10, 22, the blessing of the Lord maketh rich. The New International says, and will even bring wealth. The blessing has the potential of making you rich, making you wealthy. Are you one of his people? So I'm one of his people. That blessing's on me right now. Amen. It's on you, praise God. It's on you. That sounds like reigning in life. Proverbs 28, 20, a faithful man shall abound with blessings. The New International Version says, will be richly blessed. Amen. A faithful man will be richly blessed. What are faithful people? People that are not hearers of the word only, they're doers of the word. Job 36, 11 says, if they obey and serve him, they will spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. The New Living Translation says, if they listen and obey, they will be blessed with prosperity throughout their lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Throughout your life. Amen. If you're faithful, you will be blessed with prosperity throughout your life. Sounds like the good life to me. Can you say amen? amen? If you aren't enjoying this, then there's only two reasons, biblical reasons, why not? For additional messages by Jerry Seville. <laughs> only two biblical reasons why you're not enjoying it. Number one, Hosea 4, 6, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. If you're not enjoying this, then it's because you don't have knowledge of it. Well, you don't have that excuse anymore. I said, you don't have that excuse anymore. Then the only other scriptural reason why you're not enjoying this, James 1.22. But be ye doers the word and not hearers only deceiving your own selves. Either you don't know it or you're not doing it. That's the only two biblical reasons why you don't enjoy the good life which he has prearranged. That's the only reason why, or the two reasons why, you're not reigning in life as the Bible declares. Either you don't know anything about it, but that's not your excuse, you know about it. Or you're not doing it. You're not exercising what you've learned. God has made it possible for every person in this room, everybody that's watching this broadcast, to reign in life. But it's our responsibility to believe it, to receive it, and to enforce it. Can you say amen? amen. Now, all of this sounds like to me flourishing. The faithful shall flourish. Ruling, reigning, good life. Amen. Sounds like to me flourishing. God's got in his heart. God's got on his mind for you and I to flourish. Can you say amen? amen? That's our word from the Lord this year. 
Don't let it pass you by. Lay hold upon it in the name of Jesus and tell the devil there's absolutely no way you can stop it from happening. Praise God. Give the Lord a shout if you receive it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Many people, even if they're Christians, are not living in the fullness of the blessing that God has intended from the start. God has called us to reign in life, and that means we should be living in the fullness of the blessing. In the revealing three CD series, Living in the Fullness of the Blessing, Jerry Savelle shares in-depth revelation about the blessing. Living in the fullness of the blessing is all about living a life without limitations. When the blessing of God is on your life, you are not limited to the natural anymore. You have something working for you that others don't have. The blessing of God is an empowerment that comes on your life when you get born again. It's time to learn how to live in it. Call now or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request the powerful three CD series, Living in the Fullness of the Blessing. God wants each and every one of his children to live in the fullness of the blessing that he has pronounced on their lives. It's up to you. Make the decision to reign in life and start living in the fullness of the blessing today. Thank you once again for joining me today. I trust you were inspired by the Word of God. And let me encourage you, don't be just a hearer only. Be a doer of the Word. Reign in life. Take your dominion and your authority over your adversary. Don't let him rob you of God's best. You have a right to rule in life and reign in life. Praise God. Today, I want to make mention of our special offer, three CDs entitled Living in the Fullness of the Blessing. You know, so many Christians today don't understand what it means to be blessed. They don't understand how to walk in the blessing. You know, it's not just a religious word that we use from time to time. It means more than just saying, bless you when somebody sneezes. It's an empowerment. It's the empowerment to prosper, to excel, to rise above what holds other people down. God wants you to live in the fullness of the blessing. You need to study Deuteronomy chapter 28 and particularly the first 14 verses. It talks about the blessing of Abraham. You're entitled to that. And in this series, you're going to learn how to take those scriptures and apply them to your life and learn how to live in the fullness of the blessing. So all the ordering information is on your screen right now. Place your order today. Don't delay. And we'll send them to you just as quickly as possible. And I know once you get them in your home, you're going to enjoy every CD. In fact, invite friends and family over, and uh, I believe, praise God, you can have yourself a great Bible study. So once again, place your order today. Don't forget all of our social media. You can uh, log on to our website. We want to stay in contact with you. We want to be a blessing to you. We want to continue to share with you what we've learned in how to overcome, how to rule, and how to reign. So once again, Thank you for joining. I look forward to talking with you and sharing the word with you next week. So until then, remember, Jerry Savelle reminding you that your faith will overcome the world.